Oh boy, it's the average white male. I'm just getting started. You better hold my beer. I'm average. I'm white. I'm a dude. That probably makes me something like a average white male. And in fact, that is exactly how I was labeled when I was about five years old. I know, five years old and I was already getting a label. Well, you, my parents liked me to have a good education, and I'm so glad they did. They wanted me to get into the local developmental research school for Florida State called Florida High. I know, kindergarten. Well, it's K through 12. Well, to get in, I had to take a test. And they wanted their class to like reflect, you know, what our, our city looked like in Tallahassee. And yeah, I took some tests. I apparently threw a big fit. I was five. I don't remember much of it. But it came back as average. So I filled this slot as an average white male with middle-class parents. Now, at the time, my mom wasn't working. My dad worked for the state. But that was pretty wild, wasn't it? Already, back in the 1970s, we were already checking boxes. I was checked for a box of average white male. Today, I don't know about you, but average white males seem to be getting left behind a little bit. You know what I mean? And everybody's got to check a box. Well, do we have this kind of person? Do we have that kind of person? All of it based on how they were born or some amount of melanin in their skin or, or where they're from or how they identify. I'm feeling a little left out around here. That kind of bothers me a little bit. I guess we had a pretty good run. I don't blame everybody wanting to be better, man. I want everybody. I want everybody to just go forth and be happy. Man, if you want to be Adam and Steve, go for it, man. It don't bother me none. Hell, I just want you to be happy. I don't care who you love. My wife's blonde, blue eyes. Kind of like a country song. I've been influenced by country music, too. And I also like Metallica. And I also like Motley Crue. Now, as an average white dude, my pronouns are something like beer drinker Dude, whiskey lover, human, yeah. Are those pronouns? I don't think so. I think they're adjectives, if I remember some of my English. I'm not too good at English all the time, but that's all right. Well, at any rate, you know, uh, yeah, that's me. But I like music, and I like a lot of things like beer, good whiskey. I like watching college football. And as a, as a dude... I've got some opinions on the world, because I, I see the world kind of differently than a lot of people. I might see it the same as you. We might disagree, and that's all right. It's okay to disagree with somebody, man. We all got different values. We got different experiences. We come from different parts of the world, and that is all right by me, man. All that kind of makes us stronger. I just hate it when we promote somebody just because they were born as different than me. I want everybody to just kind of be equal here, you know, equal in just society. Well, you know, I brought up this thing about music, and I have a lot to say. We all have a lot to say. So I started this podcast. I started it out as if I could daydream, like if I were in charge. But as I started to write the episodes and just kind of vent, I realized, no, no, I need to do average white male. This is almost like therapy for me. As I go around and I see all this kind of crazy stuff happening in the world that just it just irritates me. 
Well, rather than get mad about everything, I've been told I get angry a lot, I've decided that I'm going to just go for comedy here. I'm going to deal with it with comedy. Take those emotions. I'm going to do the Hank Hill method. I'm going to take that emotion and just bury it deep. Now, of course, that don't work for everybody, but that's all right. But as I started out with, uh, if I were in charge, how I would change things. That's just daydreaming. Kind of helps you. You know, it's, like I said, it's therapeutic a little bit. So as I said, I'm turning to some comedy here just to help me get through my day, get through my week, and just be a happy person. Because you know what? I got a lot to be happy about. I really do. But every now and then, I see something that doesn't make me happy. And I've decided, rather than get mad about it, well, I'm going to spin it just like the comedians do. But I'm going to do it from my point of view, from the way that I see the world, based on where I live and how I grew up and my values. And my first one that we're going to come to here is, why, why the hell isn't Motley Crue in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I mean, come on now. There's like 240 different acts and artists in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's people in there like Tupac. Dolly Parton, man, these are great artists. I mean, especially Dolly Parton. I mean, I think she just got $100 million from Jeff Bezos for basically being a good person. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely adore Dolly Parton. I've loved her since I was a little kid. And I first heard like, jo and I first heard her songs like Jolene, Islands in the Stream, Working 9 to 5 for a Living. And of course, I just loved her and Lily Tomlin in the movie 9 to 5. And of course, always watched her on Saturday Night Live. So I, I love Dolly Parton. But in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, I guess Jolene has been remade by a lot of rock bands or punk bands like the White Stripes and the Gimme Gimme Gimmies. I like punk music too. It's alright. Well, at any rate, you know, Dolly Parton's in there. You know, I mean, if we had a music Hall of Fame, she should be in the top ten. Now, Tupac, he's got his kind of style of music. It's not my style of music. And people that like that style of music, he's apparently pretty good. Now, I've listened to some of it, and I can appreciate that it was good. Just not my style, but that's all right. We need all kinds. But I can tell you, it was not rock and roll. Now, there's a lot of these examples. There's, I went through that rock and roll list. Some dude from Vulture Magazine put together and ranked all the all the acts in the Rock and Roll 500, and I was like, I started out like, yeah, Chuck Berry, Beatles, yeah, yeah, Rolling Stones up there in the top 10, and I was like, yeah, yeah, you're all right, and then as I went through the list, I realized, man, there's 240 people and acts in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't recognize about half of them, half of them. A lot of them were just one-hit wonders as far as I know, and I've been listening to music for a long time. I really like a lot of music. I mean, I ain't limited to just rock and roll. I like I like a lot. But I didn't recognize half those acts. How are you in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I don't even recognize you, and I listen to the radio all the time, and not just one station? But then, that dude from Vulture, he, he put Metallica down at 198, and I was like, man, I know that they were wrong with that whole Napster thing back in 2000s, and you know what? 
they've also admitted that they were wrong. Just that the music landscape was changing and they didn't know how to deal with it. They were being, as I call knuckleheads back in the early 2000s, late 90s with the whole Napster thing. But what this guy clearly, clearly didn't get was that in the 1980s, these guys were selling out arenas with platinum albums and they didn't have a single song on the radio or a video on MTV. It wasn't until about 1988 when they got a, an MTV video. It was one. But at the same time that Metallica was just like blowing it out. I mean, they deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're one of, I think, the greatest acts that's ever lived. But where's Motley Crue, man? I mean, think about this. Kickstart my heart. Girls, girls, girls. Shouted the devil. Smoking in the boys' room. Dr. Feelgood. Home sweet home. Same old situation. Girl, don't go away mad. Just go away. And Wild Side. Now, of those, I'm not sure which one is my favorite. It probably is something like Home Sweet Home or, uh, or Kickstart My Heart. I love those songs. I still listen to those songs almost 40 years after they've been out. Well, 35 in some cases. I'm still listening to them. I went to see Motley Crue in concert about a decade ago. I heard, I heard a rumor that they might start touring again without one of their guitarists, and that's okay. I think Mick Mars is, he's a little bit older than those guys. He's like almost 70, so it's okay if he can't make it. But those guys, they're still out touring. They're so popular. How can they not be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? But acts like Whitney Houston. I ain't got nothing against Whitney Houston, except I didn't like her music in the 80s when it was coming out, but she did get like seven number one songs off of a single album. But is that rock and roll? I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame needs to do some culling, right? But I guess you can't kick people out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Maybe the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame needs to do two things. They need to admit Motley Crue. They need to induct those guys like now. And they should actually post-date that. Like, put it back into, like, the 2010s or the 1990s even. Or whenever they turn 25 years old as an, as an act, that's when you should have done it. Because Motley Crue is awesome. A lot more awesome than a lot of those one-hit wonders in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They gotta do that. Now, because they're not gonna get rid of acts that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and some of them are, like, you know, they're pretty good for their style of music. Dolly Parton, shout out to you once again. But uh, why don't you just change your name? Induct Motley Crue and change your name to the Music Hall of Fame. Then, when you go to induct Dolly Parton, she's not going to say, no thank you, I'm not rock and roll. And she ended up getting accepted anyways. I mean, they, she's still in there. She's such a good lady, you know. But then, you know, if you want to have Tupac in there and Dr. Dre and Ice Cube, well, that's all right, because those guys, man, they're pretty talented. In fact, you know, Ice-T does body count. If you like metal, he does some pretty good stuff with that. But if you just called yourselves the Music Hall of Fame, you'd be all right. You could have all those other one-hit wonders in there. I still look at them and like, well, I don't 
know why you're in there. Shout out to you. Sometimes I feel like, you know, the people that make these decisions about, you know, who gets in, they're just trying to pick something obscure. Somebody maybe all right talent or pretty good talent, but got looked over by the mainstream, and I'm okay with that sometimes. But sometimes, you know, people just do it to be pretentious. Like, I know this really good act, and they're really good. I can tell you they're good because I'm a musician, and I know they're good. Oh, you can't tell they're good? Well, that's because you're not a musician. Man, that's like artists, you know? Like, they, uh, I like art, don't get me wrong, but I've seen art. I kind of looked at it and I go, I'm not sure I understand that. And it's because I guess I'm not in their club. But I do like a good, all right, I'm gonna, I like a Monet, a little French Impressionism. And I like Van Gogh, you know, I like Starry Night. But I also like, popular stuff too you see there's a whole series of artwork called van gogh never saw and i own van gogh never saw mordor yes i like the movies lord of the rings i don't know about this new one on on amazon but i like lord of the rings i love those movies i like the books too they're a little hard to get through but i love the movies well somebody decided to do a painting in the style of Van Gogh, called Van Gogh Never Saw Mordor, and he drew the, or they painted, the tower of Baradur. Now, it was pretty cool. They got Sauron's eye in there. The other one they got is Van Gogh Never Saw Hogwarts. I know, I like Harry Potter, too. Harry, Harry Potter's a lot of fun. Man, that is some good movies. When it came out, and I was like in my 20s, I was like, yeah, I'd have to be 12 to watch that. Having a couple little girls around. Man, there's a lot of unicorns, a lot of rainbows, and Harry Potter. But my little girl likes to watch Star Wars with me. Star Wars Rebels, I like that one too. But I'm going to get back to this. Back to my high horse, man. We got to get Motley Crue in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean it. We got to work on that. We should start signing a petition or something. Maybe I should organize a petition to get rock and roll to accept Motley Crue. One of the greatest hair band bands. Hair band bands. That's a lot of bands. From the 1980s. I still love those guys. I hope you do too. But if you don't, well, that's all right. We all like different stuff. All right. Well, that's about it. I'm not going to keep dragging this on. I kind of said what I wanted to say today. Kind of helps me get through it, you know. I'll come up with something else. I'm probably going to rant about college football. I know, it's such a low-hanging fruit. But, man, I love the sport. And I'm not mad at those guys on the team, you know, getting all that NIL money. Good for them. That's all right. But the NCAA, man, I tell you what. Like you... I've got some ideas of how we can make college football a little better, a little more equitable. I mean, I currently know of a school that they're going to just always lose money and there's nothing they're going to ever do because they're not in the right conference. And they'll never afford a high-paid coach to bring them up. So, I got some ideas on that. I've already put out one podcast earlier on if I were in charge. But now that I'm just going to just own being an average white male, man, I tell you what, I'm just going to own it. And I'm just going to tell you what I'm thinking in the next episode. 
All right. Well, I'm just getting started here. Hold my beer. Isn't that the most dangerous thing a guy can say is hold my beer? Till next time, have a cold beer and enjoy life, but not too many beers. <laughs>